Hello everyone and welcome back to Stereotypically Right. This is your host, Sienna Catherine, and on today's episode of Hang Tight Patriots, we have a lot to cover. And I know I always say that, so it's not necessarily content related, it is conceptually based. So I'm going to try to keep everything into these five categories. So what we're going to cover today are the election results, the voter fraud that came with that, Trump's chess moves as a result of the voter fraud, liberals party in crowds as we face a shutdown, and the vaccine. So let's just get started. On Tuesday night, Trump was winning and they stopped counting in the middle of the night. Hundreds of thousands of votes were poured into swing states overnight and they were all for Biden. Surprise, surprise. Fox prematurely announced that Arizona won, which awakened more people to their deep state activity and killing their viewership. So for those of you who don't know, there's a project called Project Mockingbird, where all of the news organizations basically conspire to tell the public propagandized news. And Fox is part of that deep state news, but they were the Republicans' only hope and last hope to getting right-leaning news. But on Tuesday night, their, I guess, rush to call Arizona when no other news organization called it, and their arrogance toward their incorrectness is what made a lot of people leave it in droves and they haven't really backed down from that attitude since then so with all the voter fraud Kaylee McEnany and Ronna McDaniel have been working really hard to prove with the affidavits and other eyewitness events that voter fraud was conducted during this election and while Kaylee McEnany was holding a press conference Neil Cavuto turned away from her and said that basically she was explaining that only one side, which are the liberals, have welcomed voter fraud, so he couldn't show that because she doesn't have the evidence. My question to that is, what if she showed the evidence after he cut away, and why does the news dictate what we see? Also, Sandra Smith from Fox News was caught on a hot mic interrupting Cleta Michelle, who is a D.C. lawyer, who claimed that the media can't call elections, specifically Fox News. Sandra cut her off and said that she thought she wasn't on the air, and so she asked her coworker essentially, what are you talking about? We called it. Um, why is the need to call the election for Biden so prevalent? I missed the part where the media is the one who calls the elections, and I was always confused by this until I realized that the GSA is the one who certifies elections, not the media. So when the media is reporting who won an election, it's because they've gotten the certification from the GSA. So people switched from Fox to One America News Network and Newsmax in droves, and they also went to RSBN. Um, and they've gotten more viewership because the mainstream media has announced last Friday that Biden won and he's the president-elect. I don't remember a time when the media referred to someone as president-elect for so long, and the office of the president-elect does not exist So I don't know why they're treating it like some new office and that he has all of these special privileges and powers because he does not. Trump is still the president until January 20th and he will be for four more years, but they need to back off with calling Joe Biden president-elect and getting in a tizzy about why Trump won't meet with him and why he can't be debriefed on certain things because it's it's not his administration yet. He's already made phone calls to people in different countries, Biden has, trying to work things out, which is what he pegged General Flynn for, because he said that it violated the Logan Act, but he's trying to get away with this, and when he was called out on it, Ted Cruz went to town on Andrew McCabe, basically, because he wouldn't confirm or deny whether or not Biden was 
breaching the Logan Act, which is what he used to convict General Flynn. And General Flynn never lied. And so they're basically trying to catch them in their lies. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So basically, the Office of, office of President-Elect does not exist. It's just more media indoctrination. And what they're setting the people up for is a huge loss. And they're really going to crush the liberals who wholeheartedly believe in the media and who believe that the media caused the election and that Biden actually won. It, it says projected winner. It doesn't say actual winner. And as I said before, the GSA certifies elections. They have not made a move yet because they're waiting for all the information to drop. Another weird thing is that Biden gained more votes than Obama and Clinton. I'm sorry, but Obama was the first black president and Hillary Clinton was going to be the first female president if she got elected. And so people who are less educated vote based on physical appearances because they think that that's going to do something in terms of policy. So they're not going to come out for a straight white old man that they claim that they hate instead of casting their vote for a black man or a woman. It just doesn't make any sense. And why would that be a good thing? That would just show that America is more racist because instead, more racist and more sexist than they're claiming for it to be because they keep choosing a straight white man to run things and then blaming it on the system. I'm sorry, but we have a primary and we have caucuses. And so if you want for your candidate to be a woman or not white and not straight, we had every single one of those options in the primary. We had Kamala Harris, who poses as a black person, Pete Buttigieg, who is gay, and we had Elizabeth Warren, who is just a white female. So, I mean, if you really wanted, oh, and Cory Booker, who's black. So, if you, they really wanted to pick people, they could have picked them, but they didn't. And then they try to blame it on the system because there's no personal responsibility. And now, Biden supporters hilariously are calling for unity and healing after abusing Trump supporters for the past four years and refusing to acknowledge the results of the election. Whoopi Goldberg herself, with her incredulously loud mouth, basically told Trump supporters to just suck it up because they've sucked it up for the past four years, but I must have missed that because all I saw was her complaining the entire election cycle and the entire four years about how Trump is an illegitimate president. And now it's our time to suck it up, but we don't even have a winner of the election yet, so there's nothing to be sucked up. I'm sorry, it just doesn't work that way. And since there has been incredible instances of voter fraud, we're going to be seeing more big tech censorship. So posts about the election are marked saying official sources call this election differently if it's coming from a true Republican patriot or people like Donald Trump. Accounts are being removed who display the affidavits. It's not necessarily an algorithmic removal. It's just a removal of people who maybe have a lot of followers or have a lot of credibility who are posting evidence of voter fraud and maybe even smaller people who they've targeted as they have the potential to get people's attention. There's been a huge right-wing exodus from Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and just all of the main social media platforms to Parler and Rumble. I personally don't like either of those platforms, but I went ahead and followed everybody that I could so that when the time comes and we don't have social media accounts anymore, or God forbid if my accounts get taken down and removed, I will still have a way to connect with people and find updates. I personally just don't believe in making huge exoduses, if that's a word, from platforms because that means that the liberals have won because they want their own cesspool and they want their own echo chamber to be on. And honestly, I'm all about triggering some libs, but I think that if you really want your voice to count, it would be amongst people who disagree with you and not people who do agree with you. I understand that this is a, for lack of better terms, safe space where there's no censorship. 
there's no way to have your account taken down or anything because it was created by Dan Bongino, who was a patriot and a conservative. But I just think that in in having these accounts, we can also be on the main platforms. We don't have to leave them. We can just be observers. Like I said in a Instagram video that I made, that you can be an observer and you can like and you can comment on people's posts if you don't want to post things yourself on the main platforms. But I think leaving would be doing a great disservice to the conservative party because there are some people who are listening and it just silences your voice even more because we all agree with you. You know what I mean? But it is alleged that big tech will censor so much that Twitter will remove Trump's Twitter page. So it's a common cue saying that nothing can stop what is coming, N-C-S-W-I-C. Again, that's cue language for nothing can stop what is coming, but it's actually the presidential communication device that Trump will use once he's announced the real winner and all social media goes dark. So at first I thought that this was a, a bad thing, nothing can stop what is coming, because I thought it was cue alerting us to like the one world order, nothing can stop what is coming, and I thought that was kind of like a doom and gloom kind of um message for Q to be sending, because usually it's very pro-America and freedom and stuff like that, but they were trying to warn us that we'll be getting notifications on our phones from President Trump himself rather than us trying to have to go to Twitter and his other social media accounts because they will no longer exist. So continuing on with the voter fraud, the main player in this game is Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion Voting Systems has Clinton and Pelosi involvement, surprise, surprise, they made um, quantifiable donations to the Clinton Foundation and Pelosi's husband is involved with the company. There's Chinese involvement. Dominion voting systems relies heavily on Chinese parts. Those could be hacked to alter the results of our election. They're used in major swing states, all of which stopped counting the votes around midnight um, because they didn't hack it enough and specifically used in 47 counties in Michigan. All of the states who were affected by this are filing lawsuits, and unfortunately, the team that went to represent um, Donald Trump in the P- Pennsylvania battle, they actually backed out because the Lincoln Project doxed to them. And I totally understand because being doxed is very unnerving, and it's never happened to me, God forbid, and I pray that it never does, but it's very unnerving, and you're you're just trying to do the right thing, but they backed out, and I honestly wish that for our constitutional republic— they would have just stepped up and done it because people would have stepped forward to protect them. But they decided to back out because of all the controversy surrounding that. Several people, though, besides just famous people, and when I say that, I mean people in Congress and in the federal forms of government, several people have come forward saying that this is Dominion Voting Systems has been used to rig the elections, including someone who works for Dominion. He's one of the people who is set to testify, actually. But the problem this time with Dominion Voting Systems is that, is that it wasn't rigged enough, and that's why the voter fraud is being exposed. Now, Trump warned us in 2018 that there was going to be a huge amount of voter fraud, but we didn't really know what that meant. Um, voter fraud happens in every election. It just doesn't happen to this degree. So basically, it was set to rig the votes to give Biden a 3% lead at all times, but the votes for Trump by the people were so overwhelming, so they had to stop the count to find the votes for Biden to keep the lead, but they did it too much and too often that it made it obvious that huge voter fraud was going on. Also, I just realized this because I never understood why the virus to have to incorporate mail-in ballots. The whole reason for the virus was to ship out mail-in ballots, which proved a ton of fraud. 
um, by the way, because people born in the 1900s were voting, but basically the virus was meant to scare people to come out to vote so that it wouldn't look suspicious for there to be an increase of mail-in votes because they couldn't just ship out a ton of mail-in ballots and us just have normal lives and not be quarantined and not be at home because people would be like, why am I getting all these ballots? I just went out to vote. But they were just sending them out because they knew people would be too scared to vote and so it wouldn't look as suspicious. And so now that makes sense. People were receiving ballots, multiple ballots addressed to them and to other people, alive, dead, in other states, maybe even in another country. But the genius move by Trump, because he's a boss and he's smarter than we give him credit, he signed an executive order to form a commission to investigate voter fraud. So it's alleged by Q that the watermarks are on the real ballots and the military was deployed to count the real ballots. Um, we're not exactly sure what the watermark is, but some believe that we use blockchain, which reveals why Melania wore a dress with a change on it to vote. The whole plot for this voter fraud thing, which is why Trump couldn't originally win the normal election, was to catch liberals in their lies, drain the swamp completely around the world due to the central bank. And that is what leads to Gisera and Nisera. Trump is going to do this the right way, but the deep state wanted to drain us of all of our money. So now I'm going to basically tell you a little bit about Gisera. So it's the Global Economic Security and Reform Act, and it's a global prosperity program that is backed by precious metals. So basically what the central bank is, it's not a bank. It's basically the reason why we go to war is so that we can place these central banks in regions, and that's we can never get out of debt in America because we don't actually have the money to back it up. These banks are basically anchors which hold on to our debt and the only way that we can get rid of our debt is to completely reset and wipe it out. Now the central the central bank is a deep state operative and so they tra Trump trapped them because they thought that they were going to have Biden in office but he will not be Allegedly, I really hope this is true, but he will not be getting to the office of the presidency, so he can't be the leader to continue on with these central banks. So basically, Trump trapped them because he is going to be in charge of the central banks, and he's going to be removing them. He's pulling all the troops out, and he's going to reset the way we do our banking, basically, and the way that our money has value. And he's going to do it the proper way, which won't make all of us destitute. The liberals, though, with all of this going on, are trying to say that there's no voter fraud. That's probably the weirdest thing out of all of this. Like, no voter fraud at all. Because Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and Andrew Cuomo told them so. There's literally 240 plus sworn affidavits and citizen journalists who captured fraudulent and illegal activity at the poll. But that's okay because they don't have to they don't have to admit it right now. But Trump has made several chess moves, including Jacera and Asera, that he's going to put into play as the events progress. So even though Biden was announced as the winner, Trump is not conceding. And this was actually Hillary's idea if you've been following the election. Hillary told Biden not to concede under any circumstance because she knew this rule. It's been used two times, both in the eighteen hundreds when there was no concession. So the 12th Amendment allows for a congressional takeover rather than the Electoral College. Each member of the Senate gets one vote and has to vote down party lines. 37 Republicans, yeah, 37, 30 Republicans and 20 Democrats are in power, so Trump would win this way. Because 
even though there's never Trumpers in the in the Senate, um, they have to vote party lines. So cynics hate that for them, but they have to do what they have to do. They can't break the law. I mean, they could, but it wouldn't really be wise to do so. They've been trying so hard, and they literally can't, for the life of them, win. Because that's just so biblical that Satan just puts all of these plots and potholes and hurdles up, but God always carries you through and he always wins in the end and he will. So what's going to happen after this is that Trump is going to be announced the winner and that's when the indictments and the arrests are going to happen to the major players in the deep state and also to the liberal governors who won via voter fraud. So this voter fraud did not only affect the presidential election, it had to go deeper than that so that Trump could completely drain the swamp. It affected congressional races it might have even con- affected local con- local general assembly races, school board races. We'll, we'll probably never know um, the 100% effect of how deep this voter fraud went. But it had to affect more than just the president for it to really shine through. And a lot of, a lot of it were Democrat governors had the election rigged in their favor as well. So it's alleged that those governors will be going to jail as well. So now, on top of liberals saying that there's no voter fraud, there's also no coronavirus because they party, they partied so hard, so hard when when it, it was announced that Biden won in crowds of like tens of hundreds of thousands. But now we face a shutdown again because COVID COVID is rising again. Now we're back to COVID. It's always a cycle: the riots, COVID, Trump. It's always. There's no other narrative to 2020. But there was nothing on the media. They didn't say that it was a super spreader like they did with Sean Foyt in his Let Us Worship protest. And what's so rich is that Lori Lightfoot, Chuck Schumer, and Bill de Blasio were all caught on video in the last eight days speaking in crowds of people unmasked. And then the real kicker is Lightfoot and Cuomo are telling people not to gather for Thanksgiving and putting a limit on how many people can be in a home. And our Governor Cooper limited indoor gatherings back to 10 from 25. Why? And he's telling people to wear a mask the entire time. They're with their family, not to have more than three households. This is what they're saying. Not to leave your house for unless it's essential. What? Like, literally, it's been fine this whole entire time. But now that we have Christmas and, and Thanksgiving coming up, we can't gather with our own families. Stop. I saw a tweet today that said a government that tells you how you spend your holidays is too big. And that's so true. We're supposed to be free in this country. Our rights come from God. We don't, we don't follow these orders. These are not biblical orders. And these are not biblical people. So yes, God did allow for people to be put in power. But it was to show us the corruption of the power. These people are not of God. They never will be. No matter how many times they use his name. There's people who are going to say, Lord, Lord. And he's going to say that I never knew you. These are some of the people that he's going to be saying that to. This is unethical, especially since they're the ones who are going out. Literally, Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo were pictured out without masks in groups of people. And they even talked to their own constituents in huge crowds unmasked. And then the media has the nerve to say, oh, but not these events, not BLM, not Antifa riots, not Biden parties. Not those events. Only Trump events is where you can get COVID. What? It just doesn't make any sense. And people are so brainwashed 
that they literally believe this crap. They literally believe that someone who's four feet tall and eight years old can't get the coronavirus, that you only get the coronavirus at a Trump rally. That six feet apart is going to keep you from getting sick and that wearing a mask with holes bigger than the particles of the virus themselves are going to keep you safe. What? Like, look at all the damage that this has done. And that's why people are going to go literally insane when they find out that Trump is the winner. So basically, when Trump is announced the winner, like I said, the rioting is going to start. So you need to stock up and be safe. But one other chess move that I forgot to announce is that Trump fired Esper, who was the head of the defense, because he needs someone who's going to deploy the Insurrection Act on domestic terrorists, and Esper would never do that. So the Insurrection Act is basically where we have the military come and take care of all this rioting crap because it's just getting to be too much. But when the rioting happens, it's it's not going to be stopped instantly. It's, it's going to have to take place for a little bit, so it would be smart for you to just stock up on food, toilet paper, because that seems to be a hot commodity. I don't know why that went missing, um, but whatever. Just be stocked up and be prepared and be safe. And just know that whenever it seems like things are getting really bad, Trump has a plan. And also, I hope that you know Jesus because he he's really been giving me peace lately. Like A lot of people are kind of nervous, very nervous about the event of things, but I know that it's all going to work out. And if it doesn't end up the way we necessarily want it to, um, we still have the hope of heaven in our future. So I hope that you're able to also rest uh, securely in that promise that Jesus has given us. And speaking of more biblical things, the vaccine. So Pfizer came out Tuesday after the election to say that their progress had resulted in the vaccine being 90% effective, even though the COVID virus has a 99% recovery rate for most to all age groups. So a 90% success rate with a 99% recovery rate makes no sense. They tried to say that they didn't have anything to do with warp speed, project warp speed, but that's simply not true. You can look into all of that. I mean, that's all that this has been about is Project Warp Speed. Cuomo is saying that he doesn't want the people of New York to accept the vaccine because it's coming under the Trump administration. But if it's under the Biden administration, then it's okay. Also, remember that this is the one who stuffed all of the seniors into nursing homes and killed them. And then Biden was told about the vaccine before the Trump administration and the Department of Health. Suspicious? Because they wanted to make it seem like a Biden win. How is it a Biden win if he hasn't even been in office? Please tell me that. And won't be in office by the time that this vaccine will be deployed. But just be careful and um, be watching out for the signs because this might be the mark of the beast. I don't know and I'm not going to tell you that it for sure is. But Ticketmaster is going to be requiring people to be vaccinated before entering venues. So is this the mark of the beast? How will you specifically know? The Bible says that it will be put on your right hand or your forehead. The number will equal 666 and that you won't be able to buy or sell without it. Those are the things to look out for. So it's a little suspicious that you won't be able to buy or enter or participate in a Ticketmaster event unless you have the vaccine. So that's just why I'm telling you to familiarize yourself with Revelation, especially the Mark of the Beast, because you could think that you're never going to do it but you might be overwhelmed with the fact that you can't buy food, you can't get a job, like this is what it's going to come down to in the very end, um, and you might just become so desperate that you take the mark, and I just really hope and pray that that doesn't happen to you, because that's going to be very 
disappointing and you're just going to regret it um, if you even have the ability to regret it after you get the mark. But it's not something to mess around with. It's not something that you can take back once you get it. Once you get it, that's who you've decided to worship is the beast. So just be careful. Be looking out for things like that. I personally will not be getting the vaccine because it just doesn't make sense and it's very suspicious and it's very rushed. But also for religious reason, reasons, I need to know more information about this and I trust my immune system that God gave me. I I just don't know. I just think that all of this has, has brought so much fear that people are treating vaccine like a god and it's not. It can't do anything for you. We know with the flu vaccine, they have different strands. They predict which strand to give you and then you might get another strand. So I mean, it, it's not worth and it takes years years to do vaccine trials so this is this is coming out in about six to eight months it hasn't been fully tested so it's just not smart to be getting it even if it isn't the mark of the beast so I would just caution you against that but like I said if things don't work out the way that I said that they would and the way that many people are saying that they would Christians we have the hope of Jesus Christ and his return and if you don't know Jesus I pray that you have someone to read the bible with you and someone to answer your questions for you because that's very helpful. The Bible is, as a document, because it is a document, is hard to understand if you have never read it before, um, if you don't have the Holy Spirit to help give you understanding. I noticed a complete difference between when I got saved and when I wasn't saved. I did not understand a word of the Bible, and it just, it just went on and on and on and made no sense to me when I wasn't saved. Then when I became saved, I've been able to pick up revelations that I'd never thought I'd be able to understand and just make connections to so many different things. So I just pray that you would you would seek out someone who can answer those questions for you. I can be that person. If you don't have anyone, you can message me on my social media platforms and I can help you with that. But this is getting very serious and it, it got serious very fast. And I would hate for someone to get the mark of the beast because they don't know and they're desperate than to just suffer for a little bit for an eternal reward. So this is probably the fastest podcast I've ever done. I really thought it was going to take longer than that, but I tried to give you the summarized version because I'm sure those who are listening to this podcast have heard all of these kind of conspiracy theories and things of that sort surrounding the election, and there's just so much going on. I literally waited so long to record this podcast because every single day something was happening. Um... Tomorrow is the Million Maga March in D.C. If you're going to D.C., please be careful. I read something where it said that Antifa people were going to be disguising themselves as Trump supporters, wearing their hat backwards, wearing camouflage, things of that sort. And they're going to try to blend in with Trump supporters, so just be careful. Um, this isn't something I would bring my children to because Antifa is a domestic terrorist organization, and I'm not saying to live in fear but there's just some things that I refuse to do because of the violence and the lashing out that people do. This is this is very demonic stuff that we're dealing with. Normal people don't act like this. And I really believe that um, the people who belong to these domestic terrorist organizations are possessed because they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. And when you don't have the Holy Spirit within you, anything else can enter your body. So a demon looks for bodies to dwell in because they are souls without bodies and they need people to dwell in so that they can 
relive basically and so when all of this there were people like with a trump blow-up doll that were beating it with a hammer kicking it dragging it across the road throwing it that's so like these are grown people not children and it's just very disconcerting that people would do that and also also there's a list there's several lists that are being made alexandria ocasio-cortez basically gave the sound off to put trump supporters on a list um so whatever that means i guess that if or when trump gets reelected they're going to come and start attacking people on this list it's mccarthyism it's already been done history repeats itself for people who don't um pay attention to it so it's very important to know the bible but also to know history so that you can always be one step ahead but just be careful and um i just pray that you all know jesus um and if you're interested in learning more about him reach out to someone and i can be that person for you so that's all that i have for today thank you so much for listening if you would like to follow me on social media my twitter is sienna catherine which sometimes has a search ban on it thanks to jack dorsey so you might not be able to find me but if you go through bryson gray or um carol swain you can probably find them on the find me on their following list and then my instagram is sienna catherine s If you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss, I would be more than happy to do so if you message me those topics. And if you have my number, message me that way because you know where to find me. Um, But yeah, that's all I have to say today. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode.